Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Drifting on Purpose with your hosts Addie and Azriel. Today we are so excited to have our first ever guest speaker on board, Miss Catherine Geniak. Woo! <laughs> Uh, so not only is Catherine a badass creative, but she founded her own company called The Retreat, um, which is all about travel and yoga and experiences and just enriching your daily life. And so uh, we are so excited to have you on board. Uh, so thank you, Catherine. Thank you, guys. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Um, so I guess we can get right down into it. Um, did you always have a dream of starting your own travel company? Um, sort of what kind of led you to making this all happen? Yeah, you could not have gotten me to predict this. There's no way, but it's one of those things where like, you can't see outside yourself, like the so obvious thing until all the situation and circumstances line up. And it's like right in front of you, this aha moment. And you're just like, well, of course, right? It's like, of course, here we are. It, um, you know, I, my background is in, um, creative in my nine to five, but then in very corporate, but then my side hustle has always been teaching yoga. And when I look back to why I started teaching yoga, it was about creating community. Like I've never cared so much about the asana, not in my own body or in even showing up to my yoga class. I was like, yeah, cool. Let's teach yoga. But I'm really here to like commune yes. with who's in the room. <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah. I got really great experience co co hosting teacher trainings and retreats for years. And when the circumstances lined up to like say, oh God, I can do this myself and I can like make this my side hustle. And this is really what my purpose is as an entrepreneur. It just started to like snowball into this natural, like, oh yeah, this isn't a yoga retreat. This is actually about creating these trips that foster community first, but it's intentional travel. So you're like, gonna do a meditation walk you're gonna do some yoga but guess what everything's optional so if you don't want to do yoga tomorrow you don't have to my <laughs> yoga teaching style has changed to be very much less traditional yoga there's more cardio in it um so it's more just like movement meditation and then using my life coaching background that I got a few years ago to incorporate self-reflection so it becomes this like gift you give yourself mm -hmm. where you're thrown into a community of like-minded people who want to go on vacation to experience community and adventure, but they also want time to reflect and do really good things for themselves. So it's like that vacation that both like makes you feel excited about where you're going, but also fills your cup personally and introspectively. Um, and that's kind of the point that it's at right now after five years of doing it. And um, I'm, it's always evolving. I love it. I love it. And I think it's so important. You know, I don't think there's many options out there where you can get you know, the experiences while also taking like the self-care from a mental and physical, um, you know, perspective. And so the fact that you're creating this and creating these communities is amazing. And I can't wait to attend one. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to have you both. It's really cool to see people like actually bond on these trips mm -hmm. and, um, people come back time and time again, whether I go the same place again or go to a new place. My entire thing right now is more locations because I've got a community of people that are like, we want to be brought back together again. And this isn't a local community. These people are coming from all over the country. Wow. So people have found me on you know, Google or whatever. So it's really cool to be able to create basically a container for people to come together, especially in a post-pandemic world. Mm -hmm. um, and then also like go home leaving refreshed and reinvigorated about what path they're on in life. 
And then have that community in the group chat to be like, hey guys, like hold me to these things that I set out to do when I was on this trip feeling and thinking so clearly, help me hold on to that when I get home. I love that. I think that's amazing. I'm just curious, like, has there been some aha moments for you or has there been special times that you're like, someone had a breakthrough or someone experienced something that really was transformative for them? You know, every time I lead a retreat, I have this moment either there or right when I get home where I'm like, who am I? How did I get the audacity to like do this work? Because there is so much profound shift for people. And when I get people telling me stories of like, that retreat changed my life. I'm never not coming on one of these again. Or like when I have two girls who have come on my retreat annually five years in a row, like there are certain things where people are coming from places of like such extreme um, healing or challenge, grief, um, confusion, frustration in their lives, being just busy. I have a lot of moms that come on the retreats and are like, I haven't thought about myself in a long time. And so there's just, what I try to do is create a blank space for people to get what they need out of it. Amazing. Um, and so it's really, really humbling to see that sometimes people just need a blank space and a little push. Yeah. Um, and to see that other people are in a similar boat. What I love about my demographic is it's not all single women in their 30s and 40s. There's men, there's, you know, all sexualities that come. There's um, people in all different spots in their lives yeah. and they're all bonding collectively, mm -hmm. even though they're really coming from different places, they're all seeing similarly that, you know, the grind is getting them down and yeah. they all from their own respective places, you know, want this time to like support each other in clarity. That's just so fantastic and what a blessing for these people to come and this into this beautiful container that you're creating and you're holding them in this space to be able to allow them those transformations i'm just curious because absolutely we're humans and something that all humans share is what suffering pain challenges uh all these different things that through life right and it can't it's not i should say it is not easy to start anything let alone a business, let alone a travel business that goes internationally, coordinating schedules and places and times. So what has been helping you to be able to facilitate this and really bolster your you doing your business? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I'm a corporate corporate girl and everyone's always like, when are you going to do this full time? And I'm always like, that's not really my plan until much later in life. Mm. Um, there's something about having a side hustle to me that is way more fulfilling than a main hustle. Mm. I don't have business goals. I can change my business goals year by year. Um, you know, I never set out to say, I'm going to do four retreats this year. I just took every hell yes that came to me and said, oh, yep, that's a no brainer. And the growth came naturally. I've never felt this pressure with the retreat to compete with anyone on the market. There's a lot of big travel groups out there. I'm not mm -hmm. trying to be that. Um, maybe someday, but as a side hustle, it's kind of protected to be this thing that's really about what's my legacy? Mm. What do people want? I'm not really doing this to like support my lifestyle, right? I'm doing this um, because it's like my passion and how I want to look back on my life and say how I contributed in a more impactful way. 
-hmm. And yeah, I want to grow it, but I'm really like listening intuitively to what the right collaborations are, what the right growth opportunities are. Um, Can I ask, can I just interrupt? Can I just ask then, how, how do you go about listening? Great question. I, a good specific anecdote around in January of last year. So 12 months ago, I was in like a stuck place Mm. because I was like, I want to collaborate. I have this demographic in mind. I'm not tapping into. If I find someone in that demographic to collaborate with me, then we'll grow. And I had some people in mind and I was having conversations on zoom with them. And it, I would like I would be feeling the yes in the moment. And then I would hang up the phone and it wasn't a yes. Mm. And I would just be like, something about this is just slightly off. And I found that if I gave it space, I've worked with my own life coach and he's taught me over the years that I, anytime I get like really worked up, whether it's excitement or, uh, oh shit, this is going wrong in my life, Mm -hmm. tend to charge toward action. I'm not really scared of confrontation at all. Mm -hmm. But what I've taught myself to do with his help is actually give it one sleep. I love that. One sleep to get <laughs> off the train of action. Yeah. Um, and that's really helped. And what I have found is after that one sleep, some of those collaborators that felt like an okay, good idea in the moment, the next day I'd already forgotten about them. Or it was just like, yeah, you know what? Now that I've given that space, there's holes in that. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy now is 12 months later, it's very similar to love, right? They're all like, oh, just stop looking for love and it will appear on your front door. I stopped looking specifically for these collaborators and then three beautifully perfect collaborators mm-hmm. popped into my life this year that made so much sense when I wasn't even looking for them and mm-hmm. started to fill some of those roles. So it's like, I set the intention, mm-hmm. I struggled through it. Mm-hmm. And what I've taught myself to listen for is if I'm in the flow, I get those hell yeses. If I'm forcing an outcome mm-hmm. or forcing a solution that the universe has not delivered yet, I can feel the dissonance. I can feel mm-hmm. myself trying to grab for something and it not landing yeah. and just being really aware of the energy in myself when it's a hell yes, hell no, forcing, flowing yeah. and deciding based on that. I love that. And how, you know, I think a lot of people struggle with the courage to say no opportunity right so how how did you how did you get through that you know I've kind of most of the things I haven't directly had to say hard no to mm-hmm. because maybe that person didn't feel like I was a hell yes either at the end of the day but in one situation I did kind of go back and say maybe somewhere down the line I would be interested in doing x with you yeah. but not right now and the reason for that is because I want people to collaborate with who are already part of, who want to be a customer. Mm-hmm. If you don't show up on my retreat and you want to pay for it and you want to be in it, I probably don't want you to lead the next one. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, that makes so much sense. <laughs> so I've just really learned a lot this year about ebb and flow, not stressing, not forcing. And then just, I don't know. I've never, ha- I've never been one of those people that can't say no. I'm fine to just tell people how it is. Sorry. I know. And that's what I love about you. Yeah. <laughs> it's good it, I mean it, hey our podcast is all about authenticity and I feel like you are right in yours girl so um kudos to you and you know looking back would there be anything that you would tell yourself would you change anything um give us some advice on what you would you would say well I, it really comes back to 
that idea of, are you in the flow or are you forcing? Mm -hmm. Um, I would tell my future self or like, you know, I wouldn't change, I wouldn't change anything about the past. I really think everything unfolds exactly as it's meant to. Even like the biggest challenges in my life have actually led to some of these most beautiful aha moments with the retreat. Yes. Especially like the the beginning of it. It was like such a moment of challenge for me. And then I birthed this thing out of it because I am a challenger. I'm an Enneagram eight. Okay. So I'm going to (laughs) like lean hard on the challenge myself first, put me in a tough spot. I'm going to tell you exactly what I'm going to do to get out of it. And I I get caught up because sometimes I'm challenging the timing of the universe in a way it doesn't want to be pushed. Patience and just (laughs) when you're in the flow, you're in the flow. When you're not, you're not. And I've learned to not open my laptop or have conversations about growing the retreat or what's next when I'm not in the flow. Mm. I've taken this approach with dating. I've taken this approach on assessing friendships this year. Mm-hmm. I'm hanging out with someone and having a conversation. Am I getting like all lit up and bubbly? If I'm not, why are we hanging out? Yeah. You know? So I Yeah, it's so true. I feel like, again, it goes back to just being in your flow, like you said, mm-hmm. but just really feeling and being okay with even the discomfort of what you're feeling. I think a lot of people try to suppress those and then they get stuck in situations where they don't really know how to get out of because yeah, well, don't have the tools. And that's the most frustrating part, right? Is like when you're stuck in a spot where you're like, I know I'm in a bad place right now. (laughs) I won't do anything to get out of it. I want to get out of my funk. I want to get out of my healing. Mm -hmm. That's usually when the whole world is just telling you like, you got to simmer in it. Yes. Yes. You know, and like, there's learning that comes from the waiting and the being in the bad. Like, it's really easy to come on here and be like, I have these in the flow moments, but it's like, those don't happen to me every day or the majority of the time Yeah, they come in waves depending on where I am energetically and in my personal life. And I think it's all connect. It's all connected. Yeah. I totally agree with you. I think of Rumi, what he says is as life is like a refiner's fire, right? He says, come sit down in the fire. Mm-hmm. That's how you become refined and pure. Well, the impurities bubble to the surface. Right. Um, and you're and- in that and you're, when you're in the thick of it and you're really going through something hard, it's really hard to be like, yeah, I'll lean in and stay here or I'm not going to give up. Right. <laughs> want to just be like, my life sucks right now. It's so bad. Uh, um, yeah. But I think if you can, you know, be an active participant in your own life, we talk about that a lot on the retreat. One of my longtime original clients, actually, she can't wait this year. Her goal is to like really focus on how do I become an active participant in my life again? And that is also universal. Like everyone, whether you're going through a hard time or a good time, like you show up every day and make a decision on how you want your life to shape. Yes. And we can get closer to that and we can get further away from that in different, mm-hmm. you know, phases of our life. And so we talk a lot about that on the retreat of like, mm-hmm. everyone's coming here mm-hmm. in a different place in their lives and like supporting each other in that. And then kind of starting to talk about how do you become an active participant in your life? How do you like restart the fire when the flame is not bright? Yeah. Right. That's hard. Yeah. And you know, it's just the human experience is, is feeling all the emotions and holding space for them. And the Mm. fact that you're creating such a safe environment for these people to come to and to really open up and be their vulnerable selves, to crack that shell, to get deep so that they can start to heal 
is so needed and it's amazing. I feel like you're doing such great work. Well, thank you. Well, what's really important to me too, that people know about the retreat is that like, I actually do the opposite of what people think. So like we talk about this and everyone's like, oh, it sounds like you're probably going and like asking people to do a lot of sharing. And I actually have a rule because I've been to a lot of yoga, te yoga, yoga teacher trainings and they're oversharers. They're what I call the oxygen suckers. They take up all the oxygen in the room and that's not conducive for anyone. And so all of my coaching style on the retreat is one directional. I'm giving a prompt. I'm getting thoughts started. You're reflecting on them. And then should you choose to share? It's like later at lunch with the one person you've bonded with. Yeah. That's, there's no forced sharing. There's no open circle sharing. And so the magic of this recipe is that what I have found, and because I'm the challenger, I resist being forced to share. Mm -hmm. So what I found is everyone has said, oh my God, this is I have actually opened up and felt really good about my reflection because I wasn't forced to. Yeah. I feel like I had to here. Mm -hmm. They do it because they want to. And so what's cool is to hold that container for people, you can hold that container for yourself. Like just blank slate it every day and do see what you're willing to give in terms of vulnerability to other people or to yourself in terms of honesty. And it'll come out, you know, forced to me is not the way. Yeah. It's like people want to share. They're like hiding a present. This is what I received. And I want to give this gift out. Like I'm excited to rather than like I have to. And mm -hmm. I think that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. um, Catherine, I'm really curious because we keep talking about, you know, being in the flow and, you know, doing these things. But could you could you share with um, our listeners, what are the things and practices that you do on the daily to help you stay in that place? Great question. Um, well, it's winter. So I will say I thought a lot about this this year because Pittsburgh in the winter, especially working from home now, I get the dreary sads, especially like in the afternoon. And so this sounds so silly, but I did get a walking pad and a standing desk and it has changed my entire life moving my body yep. and moving my body. So I'm like, you know, I'm known kind of as this like yoga teacher, but really I'm, a, I'm into movement and I'm into movement in a variety of ways. It just so happens that I'm certified to teach yoga and love to teach it. Um, but I do a lot, like I do Peloton twice a week. I do solid core twice a week. I try to walk on my walking pad. I try to take my dog out. Like nice. to me, if I don't start the day moving, I feel it. And so I truly, it's a cliche and overstated, but physical energy yes. absolutely opens up to mental and emotional and spiritual energy. 100%. Yeah, sure. um, I've always, for the last maybe five or six years, I've always been into really, really into sauna culture. And that's starting to pop up now a lot more locally. So sauna, I've tried cold plunging a lot more recently. Um, I also do a really good job of just like work-life balance in general with my corporate life. And then I take a break, reset myself. And then I know that I'm in the flow with the retreat stuff because I want to reopen my laptop again at nine or 10 o'clock at night um. and moonlight. Cause that's like my hobby. It's fun. And so I think when you look at, you know, what you're in the flow on, if it's something that you're magnetized towards working on, it's probably a good thing, right? Yeah. Um, 
movement for me is the very, very obvious one. I also think everyone should either have a therapist or a life coach, like mm -hmm. just the act of audio, audio processing out of your mouth. Yes. Um, a sounding board. I've just had so many aha moments with my coach over the last few years. He's incredible. His name's Pierre Azam and he actually coaches mostly men and physicians. And I was like, no, no. What about me? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You too. Challenge. So, Challenging. Let's go. Amazing. So I really think that those are like baseline must-haves. That's great. Thank you for sharing yeah. that. That's great. Yeah. So I guess one other question we have for you is what advice would you give to somebody who is, has a burning desire inside them, but they're maybe going through a sort of a trying time or they're just not feeling their best. They're not in their flow. How would you advise them to keep that, that dream alive? Yeah. That's such an interesting question because I think about the times in my life when I have been in a really dark place. And I don't know that in those dark moments, I knew how to articulate mm -hmm. my dream or if I felt like I had a dream. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I think I would almost reframe that at least from my experience and like, how do you take those dark moments and cl clear some of that out so you can refocus on finding what that dream is mm -hmm. for me personally I mean, that's how the retreat was born. I was in a, you know, challenging spot. I had left the yoga studio I was working on, working at for a really long time. And I was kind of like, do I go back into teaching? And I did in another studio and it was really lovely. And it was one of the best places I ever worked in the yoga industry. But like the yoga industry itself was starting to make me feel like it had let me down. Mm -hmm. And I think that's actually really common. Um, a lot of seasoned yoga teachers feel that reflected in the yoga industry. And so I had to have a really tough, hard look at myself and say, do I want to be part of this industry? Do I like what it stands for? Mm. Uh, do I like how it, do I like how it pays its, its teachers? Do I like how inclusive it is? I had mm. to spend a lot of time with that. And so um, what I found was that like, I didn't want to give up on this community aspect and this movement aspect. And so out of that darkness and that, like really stepping away from my mat for a long period of time, trying other modes of movement, I learned, okay, over time, I'm going to come back home to wanting to do this, but I'm going to create my own flavor. Like yeah. yes, your own way. I love it. I think it's my own way. And so I guess what I would say to anyone going through a hard time is like, what we were saying before, try not to rush yourself out of it and just go back to what you were doing before, what you've always known. Mm -hmm. Like when you're in a dark place, I really think that's the jump off moment to uh, redefining who you're going to be in your next phase of yourself. Yeah. And like allowing that to like ruminate and allowing that to build in the same way, like a baby is going to take nine months to grow, like the next version of you for it to be different. Uh huh you know, it needs that baking time. And yeah. the other thing to me is like, if you really want to change what your life looks like, or if you really want to take a risk or a leap or a jump, I always tell myself, if it's not a little bit scary, it is not a change. Mm -hmm. It's just it. doing the same. And I've had other life coaches that I've worked with in the past say to me before, like, you've already done this. No wonder you're not fulfilled with X, Y, Z. You've mm -hmm. already did this. You already did this. This yeah. isn't a challenge for you. Right. Um, and maybe people who aren't as motivated by challenges I am won't resonate with that answer. But for me, like 
I know I've said it to some friends too, like, well, maybe you're not feeling lit up about it because that's not, that's not a challenge. You've already done it. And it's like, oh yeah, that's just pulling an old version of myself back. I got to figure out how to spin this a little bit. So it's just a little scary. Exactly. It pushes me to the edge just a little, because then when you do that, you actually grow. They don't call it a leap of faith for nothing. You know, you've, you've got to have that ability to trust yourself, yourself, that wherever you land, you're going to be fine, but it's just taking that first step. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And if you don't take it, you'll, you'll truly never know. Exactly. exactly. And I love that you asked deep questions of yourself though. Mm. Like you, I mean, I don't know, it's just because of who you are. You were, you're programmed almost to like, okay, let's do some research. Let's uncover, let's go under the hood. What the hell is happening? Let me ask these deep questions and let me take the time to reflect on these things. And most of us, we don't. What we're going to do is go and go back to our comfort zone like we're talking about. We're going to go to Netflix. We're going to go to our phone. We're going to go out. We're going to just do the normal things like you're saying. I still go to my phone and spend far too many hours on TikTok, <laughs> way more than I'd like to admit. It's easier to say this in hindsight when I look sure. back Past, right. You know, I'm going to listen back to this episode in like six months when I'm in a dark spot that I'm sure <laughs> come eventually and be like, I felt that I said that yeah. I need a reminder. I'm definitely not perfect at remembering this all the time. You guys sure. just caught me in a good, a good moment. I love it. You know, what's the, like, just like the incredible piece of this is that, um, if you did not choose to do the work for yourself, if you did not choose to take the path less traveled or dive into those dark and deep moments within yourself, mm -hmm. this entire community that you built wouldn't exist. Mm -hmm. And so I hope you're very proud because it is incredible. I mean, you're allowing people to foster their truest selves through this work that you've done. And it's not for the faint of heart. It's really hard work and you're crushing it and Thanks. I'm so excited I, for you. And I, I, think, I know I'm, I'm thinking about Iceland. That, like, we'll make it even a more rich experience because this is the type of stuff we sit around and talk about. Right. Yeah, I love it. I'm so in. <laughs> I'm so yeah. in. It's giving yeah. people space to just like naturally talk about things that they wouldn't normally talk about. Yeah. In a work environment or even hanging out with friends. Like sometimes it's, you need that like extra space and nature the ocean to yeah. be to have a connected moment and really know that this human experience the themes bubble up the same for everyone and, and we don't spend enough time talking about the commonalities of the struggles we all face I love how you guys are um like angling this whole you know podcast because it's gonna foster communication like that with every guest you have so thank you've you got all. a thank you. and that's yeah. our hope you know and we're so happy to have you here um for everyone that's listening um you can follow Catherine in the re the retreat at um at underscore the underscore retreat underscore um you can follow her on her website at jointheretreat.com and I know you're headed to Mexico next week which is fantastic and then you've got ohio and iceland for 2024 um you've got the swiss alps um for 2025 and you have some other things in the works which we can't wait to hear about yeah they right now ohio is on a wait list we have an open registration for that yet it's going to open march 1st so okay. um there's a lot of people on the wait list we're going to do two long weekends in a really really cool tulum inspired um property in Ohio, two hours outside of Pittsburgh. It's like between Columbus, Cleveland, 
and Pittsburgh. And then um, Iceland, I have about three or four spots left. Incredible. And Swiss Alps is on a wait list and it hasn't opened for registration yet, but I'm pumped about those. And then I'm, I've got some other things cooking right now too. So well, I'm going to load the wait. camera. Yes, I know. We cannot wait yeah. uh, to see where you guys go next. And hopefully we can uh, hop on board to one of these retreats. All the <laughs> launches happen first on Instagram. So that's the place Perfect. to along and and you'll be the first to know. Yeah. Well, thank you again for being here. We've had a great time talking to you. Um, You've just done incredible things. And uh, I know our listeners are going to be so appreciative of this episode. So thank you. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. It's like such an honor. Absolutely.